that governments around the world are piling up tons and tons of debt, right? Lots of debt. Many, the majority are running uh, budget deficits. And what most have not considered is how governments historically pay off debt, right? And you got a couple of different ways, right? Now simplify to make it four, right? You can, you can increase revenues, multiple ways to do that. You can, you can cut spending. Uh, but the other way is, um, you know, other two ways are uh, printing money and put money directly in the hands of, of citizens, right? Um, the, the other way is to, you know, fifth way is to just straight default, just say, I'm not paying it. I'm not paying it all, but that's, that's not, that's not very good. And the majority of companies are very likely not going to do that. And a lot of you might be going, yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. You know, what's the, what's the point, Philip? Right. The, the point is the second two, which are putting money, printing money and putting it directly in the hands of, of, um, of, of, of citizens, you know, multiple different ways you can do that. I want to, I'm going to keep it simple, are, are inflationary, which means they intentionally make inflation uh, go higher. And folks are like, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. Here's the problem with inflation. Most investors say, hey, I want, you know, the, uh, the markets are uh, volatile. Things are going crazy. It feels like I just want to keep my money safe, right? The problem with, you know, quote unquote, safe assets or they, they get killed uh, by inflation, right? Meaning, you know, I'm not talking about like, um, you know, the, the actual value. I'm talking about um, like after inflation. So when you think of inflation, think of it like a tax, right? You might, people, people intuitively know, hey, it's not how much I make, it's how much I take home after taxes. Same with investing. It's not, it's not how much you make, it's what's your real return is or what's your return after you figure in cost of living adjustments, inflation. Because if, if, if inflation's at 8% uh, and your, and your um, investments grow at 10%, your, your actual return, your real return is only 2 right? Your, your purchasing power or what you can buy with your money uh, only went up by 2% over that period of time. And so inflation is a sneaky tax, right? Most don't, most um, don't pay attention to it, but they, they feel it. They don't really know what they're feeling, right? They're like, putting away money and they're like, man, you know, I felt like my money should have bought more money. And, and I don't even think some people even feel that way. They just say, hey, my money grew, blah, 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 but they don't realize that they had had better inflation protection uh, and their money typically could have grown more. It gives them that much more buying power. And that's why it's so um, uh, sneaky and dangerous, right? It's a, it's a silent killer. A lot of folks that are considering keeping their money in safer assets, uh, you know, government bonds, uh, CDs, um, you know, whatever it might be, they are at most risk to what's very likely to happen over the, over the next period of time, which is, uh, which is high inflation, right? Uh, and, and high is a relative term, right? High could, you know, um, high is, I don't want to give a rate, but meaning, you lose purchasing power over time. That's what I mean. High. You lose significant. You lose significant purchasing power by having your money in assets that are considered safe, um, but have fixed interest um, over that period of time. And so that that is the point, right? There there is no relative safe. It's all about assessing the environment, um, looking at the risks, and saying, hey, where's the 
you know, best place for me given my time frame, my risk tolerance, um, my assessment of economic positions, let me, let me place my money there. Let me also be diversified and balanced, right? You know, um, stocks, uh, commodities, um, real estate have been historically uh, great inflation hedges. And I'll give the caveat, I'm talking about real estate that's not heavily leveraged. Um, um, but that's a whole other conversation. But those have historically been great, uh, great inflation hedges uh, over, over, the, over the long term. And so those quote unquote risky assets are historically the best assets to protect your money from inflation. Again, why diversification is super important and for you to understand there is no quote unquote relative safe asset. Safety is in diversification, spreading your money out, being strategic, having a plan and using um, analysis to help you position uh, your money. I really hope this. Uh... Hey, and if you want a short blog post to read, I didn't write it, but I posted it on my LinkedIn page today, which is Monday, August uh, 12th. Uh, check it out Monday, August 12th. I posted a link to uh, the um, blog post. It's a simple, it's a simple example of uh, previous governments that have used inflation to uh, pay off debts. What I'm talking about, uh, or assist them in paying off debts. Hope somebody. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management, a rare investment advisory firm. This episode is this podcast episode is not meant to be. Uh, investment advice is for educational and informational purposes. Um, I'm not soliciting any specific security investments or investment strategies. Individuals listening to this podcast due to a qualified investment professional or a tax advisor for accurate information contained in this episode. Enjoy your day.